and welcome to Food Neighbourhoods on Monocle Radio. My name is Monica Lillis and once again we visit the places locals love for their food and drink. Italian immigrants settled throughout North America in the 19th and early 20th centuries, establishing little Italy enclaves wherever they went. Today, the largest in the US can be found in sunny San Diego, where nearly 50 square blocks are brimming with traditional Italian eateries and delicatessens. Monocle's Gregory Scruggs tucks in for lunch and takes us on a tour. Uh, My name is Chris Gomez. I'm the district manager for Little Italy Association. Uh, We are here in the beautiful 10,000 square foot Piazza della Familia, uh, which is a uh, piazza that we dedicated to the families of the past, present and future of Little Italy. Uh, We have a giant 25 foot fountain here and just tables and, uh, and chairs scattered throughout the piazza for people to sit and enjoy and kind of like enjoy the sunshine of what San Diego has to offer. Tell me a little bit about San Diego's Little Italy. The name obviously speaks to the main uh, national cuisine that's on offer here. What type of Italian food and drink might one find? And frankly, what else, you know, is there something beyond Italian as well in this neighborhood? San Diego's Little Italy has a huge array of traditional Italian to contemporary Italian cuisine, pizza by the slice, espresso, gelato, cannoli, dessert um, establishments that just kind of really highlight all different areas of not only Italy but Sicily. Um, And one of the beautiful things about San Diego's Little Italy is that we've actually were able to, because of the popularity of the community, have been able to draw a lot of outside outside restaurants and uh, business owners that serve different types of cuisine. We have top chefs that have opened restaurants here that are contemporary American. We have Chinese. We have Mexican. Uh, There's a new establishment that just opened here in Little Italy, uh, Fishers, which is a restaurant from Mexico, and this is their first one in the United States. They opened San Diego Little Italy. At the same time, the the core of the neighborhood's identity is Bella Italia. How did San Diego's Little Italy come to be? Uh, We are quite far from the motherland here. Of, of all the destinations that Italian immigrants emigrated to around the world, uh, why and how did they settle in San Diego? Well, as people started to immigrate into the United States and, and landed in Ellis Island, it was the next step was to determine where is the next opportunity for people to create a financial strength for their families back in Italy. And the first step was for a lot of them to move to the West Coast, and the majority of them landed in San Francisco and worked on the gold trade and everything that was happening there. And when the earthquake hit, that's when everybody started to look for other locations, and San Diego was the next viable option. Back in the 1920s, Little Italy was barely becoming something. It was originally known as Middletown, uh, located underneath, at this point, the airport and above downtown San Diego, but right on the uh, San Diego Bayfront. And so what made the most sense was for these people who are normally fishermen back in their hometowns of Sicily and Italy were to come here and do the same thing. And San Diego's Bay had a huge plethora of tuna, and that's what they kind of built their community on. So San Diego's history was actually built on tuna and the waterfront, very similar to what they did back in their home country. Wonderful. Well, let's go uh, sample some of Little Italy's delights. I think we are off to a modern Italian restaurant for lunch to to kick things off. Today we're inside Bencotto, which is one of the one of the many famous restaurants of Little Italy, uh, opened by a first-generation Italian family. What do we have in front of us for lunch today? 
Uh, well, I have this delicious penne with a pencoto sauce, which has, uh, I believe, pancetta. And you over there have some, I think, is that parpadella? Or? Yeah, that's correct. Also with the, the pencoto sauce, uh, have to go with the house special, right? I, in namesake, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Well, my name is Fabrizio Cavallini. I'm from Modena, so north of Italy. And I come to San Diego almost 14 years ago uh, to open and run, uh, first of all, Bencotto Italian Kitchen. That is uh, where we are right now. And after a few years, uh, Monello, uh, the other uh, sister restaurant, okay. We do a kitchen, a kind of food from uh, north of Italy, based on the pasta. We have a pasta lab upstairs, so we do everything from scratch here every day. Tell me about the bercotto sauce, the special house sauce on the menu. The bercotto sauce is basically a sauce that back home we call uh, ragù modenese. I'm from Modena, okay, so Ferrari Town, Balsamic Vinegar, Parmigiano Reggiano. It's a pancetta base and tomato cream sauce. Very traditional there, it's something also easy, but it's very appealing, okay, because pancetta is a between uh, uh, pork belly and bacon, so it's not completely on the American side, okay, but it's something that the people really like. Uh, rich flavor and uh, he can mesh basically with any kind of pasta. Tagliatelle, penne, gnocchi, ravioli, tortelli, any kind of pasta. What drew you to San Diego as opposed to going to any other city outside of Italy to cook Italian food? What is different from uh, the Little Italy Association in San Diego to the other Little Italy Association is that I see that this kind of uh, uh, reality very active, okay, very deep in the Italian tradition, okay. They take care about events, they take care about the area. Is uh, Little Italy in San Diego is still and probably the only really food spot in this big city, okay. Now when. Exploring San Diego's Little Italy, there are many traditional trattoria, very old style, and this is a, a much more modern establishment. We have uh, some trendy music uh, on the soundtrack, and uh, you know, certainly looking around, more contemporary style and design. Why did you choose to embrace a more modern look and feel for an Italian restaurant? Well, Becotto and Monello are the combination probably of different things, okay? Like you say, the, the environment is modern and it's very clean. The music is uh, something that the people can like, uh, any kind of person, okay? The kitchen and the food is something very traditional, okay? We can open Becotto and Monello in Italy and we can work for sure fine, okay? Uh, but this doesn't mean that the other the restaurant, they don't do the right job. They do a different kind of job, I think, a different kind of concept, okay? They are here longer than us, okay? There are restaurants here that are 30 years, okay, from uh, maybe second-generation Italian people. I'm Italian, so I, I bring just my, my soul here 14 years ago, okay? What I do is my mom and grandma food. I, I don't do, I don't invent anything. I just bring the food from Italy and replace here in um, in in United States, okay? So this is the big difference. The other restaurant, they do a, a good job, okay? They do a kind of uh, food more in the American customer uh, um, expectation, okay? 
we do something different, but there are business for everybody, yes. And then we're standing uh, as we like are walking. We're just about to pass the Little Italy landmark sign, uh, which is one of the most photographed signs in San Diego. I don't know how many times I've walked down the street and saw people jump in the middle of the street so they could take a shot of the, their family with the, underneath the Little Italy sign. Uh, so it's really great. And they on each side of the sign, there's these flank of mosaic tile artwork. Uh, one on the west side that speaks to the history of the of Little Italy, which is the tuna industry. So you have these mosaic tuna fish in the boats and the nets. And on the right side, you have the green, white, and red pillar um, done in mosaic with the white pillar showcasing the heritage of Italian culture with Mama at the Sauce and the church, bocce ball players, and, and all those other things. After strolling down Little Italy's main drag, India Street, we pop into the Mona Lisa Grocery, a third-generation delicatessen and market carrying all manner of Italian products and doing a very brisk lunch business. My name is Renata Brunetto, and I am a manager at Mona Lisa Italian Foods. It was originally started by my grandfather, Stefano Brunetto, in 1956. And what do folks come to Mona Lisa for? I mean, I'm, I'm here at the tail end of the lunch rush. The deli counter has been buzzing all afternoon. Uh, tell me a little bit about the, 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 the magic happening behind the counter. Most customers during that lunch rush are coming in for our deli sandwiches, which we're really known for. Um, the number eight deluxe sub is by far our most popular sandwich. It's going to have salami, mortadella, ham, provolone cheese, lettuce, tomato, onions, Italian dressing, mustard, mayo. It's the whole shebang. Other than that, we have, you know, a huge uh, clientele that's looking for imported Italian meats. We have our house-made sausage, four different kinds of sausage. Most popular being our Mona Lisa special, which is wine, cheese, parsley, salt, pepper, fennel, green onion, and tomato. Uh, we also have customers, you know, around this time of year, they're looking for fresh ricotta to make cannoli cream, to make homemade lasagna. They're um, looking for mixed olives, marinated mushrooms. We also, during this time of year, make a bacala salad. We have a, you would be surprised how many cases of bacala we go through, which is actually a salted cod, if you didn't know very popular during this time of year and it's very interesting fish you have to soak it for three days change the water out and we marinate it with a bunch of spices olive oil lemon juice um, so people really gravitate towards that this time of year now we've got customers all around us in the narrow aisles here at mona lisa loading up their baskets with a lot of dry goods as well are there some specialty products that you import from Italy um, that, are, that are hard to find anywhere else? And, and how do you stay on top of the, the latest in, in Italian products and food trends? Most people are, you know, when they come in here, they're looking for specialty items that you can't find at any typical grocery store. And that's really what we pride ourselves in offering to our customers. Uh, that includes, you know, specialty pestos, you know, canned tomatoes, specialty pastas, olive oils, flavored olive oils, flavored balsamics, very, you know, unique 
things that, of course, are all imported from Italy. What does it mean to you as a to steward a multi generational business that's very much an anchor in Little Italy uh, as a, a bridge from that tradition to the present day? Yeah, I mean it's it's a really special feeling uh, being here. You know, every day working with my family, and I think what really sets us apart from other businesses in Little Italy is the fact that we have been here for, you know, so long, since the 70s now, 50 years. And another thing that really sets us apart is that, you know, my dad and his two brothers and my grandfather who started this business, they grew up in this neighborhood. And so you don't really see that, too much of that around here. I think there's maybe a couple other businesses that have been here as long as us. But the fact that they grew up in this neighborhood, they grew up about two, three blocks away from here. They went to school in Little Italy. Um, they're really a, I want to say, like, founding family of, uh, of Little Italy. And so it's really remarkable um, that we're still here. We're so grateful to be here. We're so proud of how this neighborhood has grown um, I've been here since 2015, and even in these last eight years, this neighborhood has really transformed. And we're just so happy to be a part of the community, and uh, we love Little Italy. We want to see it grow. We want to have a fourth generation. Thanks, Gregory. For more food and drink stories, tune into The Menu every Friday at 2000 London time. I'm Monica Lillis. Thanks for listening.